We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, see, when we get into some of these things, I know that sometimes people think, I don't know, that's just a little strong, Brother Caps. I don't know about that. Well, let's just hang in here and see what the Word of God says about it. God's willingness through faith. You see, God will do things through faith that He won't do any other way. Go with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. The apostle Peter makes some statements here. Let's just read from verse 1. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained, like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now notice what he says. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. Now let me point out something else to you. The Apostle Peter and the Apostle Paul, in every single book that they wrote, or letter that they wrote, with the exception of the letter to the Hebrews, the Apostle Paul, no further than seven verses down, says, Grace and peace be to you. In every single one. You just get time to read it, just go in there and start in every book that the Apostle Paul wrote. And notice, no further than seven verses down, most of the time in the first two, three verses, grace be to you and peace from God the Father. Grace be to you. But when it came to the book of Hebrews, written to the Jews, he didn't say grace to you. I wonder why. Because Peter tells you why right here. Let's read it. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. They would not receive the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So there was no grace to them. They did not enter into that grace. It comes by the knowledge. And when they reject the knowledge, the grace was not there. They did not believe the word, so there was no faith for the grace. That's the only way you can enter into it. Hold your place right there. Let's go back to Romans, the fifth chapter. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Notice, we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Now that's the only way you can enter into the grace of God is through faith. There is no other way. Now, under the Old Covenant, they could enter in to God's provisions through the law. If they did good things, they merited favor under the law. Now, see, it was of works then, but now it is of grace. The law came by Moses. John chapter 1 says the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And when the Jew would not receive Jesus, they wouldn't receive grace and truth. And the Apostle Paul writing to the Hebrews did not say grace be to you, because they wouldn't receive it. And all of the other letters he did, and all of Peter's writings he said that. 
Grace be to you. But to the Hebrews, he didn't say that. Now, it's important for us to understand that it is through faith we enter into the grace of God. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing the Word of God. And you enter into God's grace through faith. Now, listen to this. Back over to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power hath given unto us all things, how many things? All, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Now see, that includes all the promises of God. Right there. He's already given them to us. He's not going to one of these days when we get to heaven. He's already done it. God's provision's already made. Now, all things, he's given all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge. How? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby or by this means are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these we might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now notice what he says. This is the means whereby God is made available that you can become a partaker of the divine nature of God. Now you start talking about being a partaker of the divine nature and there's a lot of folks will give you the left foot of fellowship. You must think you're divine. No, I'm not divine. I'm a partaker of the divine nature. I'm a joint heir with Jesus. All right, he says, whereby are given unto this means are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these promises you might be partakers of the divine nature. In other words, by the promises of God, you can enter into all the provisions that God has already made and it includes all things that pertain unto life and godliness. I have good news for you. God's already made the provision. It's a matter of us entering into the grace of God through faith. Now, this word grace, I want us to look at it in verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. Spirit of God said this to me several years ago. I never forgot it. Don't ever want to forget it. I want to teach everybody not to forget it. He said grace is God's willingness to use His power and His ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Now, see, if God had said, well, now, I'm in favor of the world being saved. If they can figure out how to save themselves, I'm in favor of it. See, see, that was my definition of grace. When the Lord asked me, He said, what is grace? I said, it's unmerited favor. He said, well, that's involved there, but it's not all of it. So you missed the best part. See, if God had said, I'm in favor of you being saved if you can figure out how, but I'm not going to get personally involved in it. Could you have saved yourself? No, we'd all been in trouble, wouldn't we? But God got personally involved. So he said to me, he said, grace is my willingness to use my power and my ability on your behalf even though you don't deserve it. So he gets personally involved with it. Now what we need to realize is what Peter is saying here. Grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. Now, when you gain the knowledge of God, it multiplies God's willingness to you. Now see, the book already says, the promises, the Apostle Paul said, God has already said yes to all the promises of God. 
In other words, he's already willing that all these promises be yours, and he's already given them to you. But his willingness, his grace, which is his willingness, is multiplied through the knowledge of God. God's sitting over here, said all the provisions are made. But you see, the people that don't have knowledge of it can't enter into it because the only way you can enter into it is through faith. And they can't have faith for it until they have the knowledge of it. Jesus said, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When you know the truth about the grace of God, you're going to be free. It is not truth that sets people free. It's the knowledge of the truth. Everybody has a Bible, has the truth. But you see, that truth in that Bible won't set them free. It has to get inside you. You've got to have the knowledge of that truth. And when you know that God has made provision, and the promise is already, He says He's already given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness, and He's done it through the exceeding great and precious promises, and then the Apostle Paul says, The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart. It's first in your mouth and then it gets in your heart. Then you see, you can understand what he's saying here. God's willingness is multiplied to you when you gain the knowledge of God. Now see, God is willing already. But it multiplies His will. Have you ever seen people that just look like God just poured tubs of blessings on them? I mean, just look like they got blessed coming in, going out in the basket in the store, you know. And you wonder, well, I bless God, I don't understand why they get so many blessings. Follow them around and find out what they know. Because the knowledge of God and how God operates causes God to multiply His willingness toward them. See, they can enter into that provision because they enter into the grace of God. That's the key to it, is understanding the fact that you can't enter into grace except through faith. And you can't have faith if you don't have the knowledge of it. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Say it with me. Faith cometh, faith cometh by, hearing, by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing. And hearing. And hearing. Notice it didn't say faith cometh by having heard. Faith cometh by hearing. That's a continual sense. And hearing and hearing and hearing. Now he's referring to hearing your own voice. Say what God says. Boy, there is therapy in that. I mean physically, spiritually, mentally, when you hear yourself saying what God said. There's just something big that comes up in you when you proclaim what God said. God's Word is filled with faith. The way you obtain that faith is by hearing the Word of God. Can you see that? Praise God. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast this week. I trust you've been with us all this week. We've talked about God's willingness through faith. This is the last day for the CD offer number 7316. That's CD offer number 7316. It's three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $27. It's entitled, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. In Romans, the third chapter, Paul said, There's none righteous, no, not one. Then verse 19 reveals, Now we know whatsoever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, 
that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Well, certainly there is some righteous today, and he goes on to talk about it. Verse 21 says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Then in verse 27, Where is boasting then? Is excluded by what law of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. Then verse 31 says, Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid we establish the law. He's talking about establishing the law of the new covenant. The law of the new covenant is faith. It's the only way you have access into the grace of God is through faith. In Romans, the fifth chapter, Paul said, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access, now notice this, we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Now, you remember in 2 Corinthians, Paul said, You know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be made rich. Now, just substitute the word willingness. You know the willingness of the Lord Jesus. See, grace is God's willingness to use his power and his ability on your behalf. If he hadn't been willing to do it, he would never have redeemed us from the curse of the law, which is poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. That CD offer number 7316, it's entitled, Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.